0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh
1: yeah. Very serious.
2: This is the mandatory Samson podcast, an auditory experience filled with crucial information in Winnie Riparte, delivered expertly and professionally by Chris Flannery, Andrew Genelosi, and Joseph Noe. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hi, guys. How y'all doing? Fantastic. Hey, man. Oh, huh, okay. Nobody. Nobody matched my energy on that one. That's fine. No, I, I'm sorry. I was thrilled with my little intro that I wrote last night. I was like, oh, that's cute. I could tell you
0: wrote that, yeah. Crucial
2: information and witty reporter. that That is what we're known for, right, Joey? Yes, it was
0: well written Good job.
2: Ah, thank you so much. That's great. I, I like this, uh, this dog tag. I just noticed it, yeah. too.
3: I just noticed it.
2: Yeah. Can we get a close-up on Joe? Uh, what's with the dog tag? Where'd you get that from? Uh, a couple years ago, there was a campaign, Red. Oh, those are my... I bought that.
0: No, I bought
2: them. We both bought them? Well, this is, you we're talking them. 10 years ago, probably, yeah. <laughs> you bought them. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, does, <laughs> immaterial, doesn't matter. Yeah. We are also being produced right now by little Joe Harari making his return to the booth. Say hi to everybody, Joe. What,
3: um, What's going on, guys?
2: Oh, it's too loud. You need to lower
3: your well, microphone no, immediately. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. all right, just <laughs> get out That's of here. That's why we stress mic checks before the show. It's, no, no, mine, mine's fine, though on the levels
2: all right i'll have to lower it it's fine uh (laughs) listen everybody welcome to the show i think we have a really good show uh i'm in a good mood it's warm out i'm wearing a t-shirt i'm happy about that i don't have to wear a flannel anymore yeah it's got a, a neon dino that's what i like to call it it's cool polar seltzer pomegranate come get some it's a wonderful summer flavor uh listen it is getting more and more difficult to pick what i want to talk about on the show there's so much. What, Joey? No, no, that's that's You're great. You stunned by that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's just a lot of shit going on in the world. There's um, oftentimes there's way more stories than there is time to actually cover all those things. There's a few things that are going on this week that I'm just gonna mention for the sake of saying we're not gonna cover those because I think they're getting covered across the board. If mm-hmm. you want to find out about uh, anything that's going on with this religious uh, freedom restoration act that's taking place in Arkansas and Indiana. W- I- obviously i think it's silly right and you can probably figure that out if you've listened to the show you'd know how we'd feel about that yeah it's not something we have to get into there's other stuff that i'd like to get into that we're going to touch upon and that's going to be fine i'm not going to get into the trevor noah daily show tweet Uh. debacle that's going to be covered extensively. I don't think we need to get into that. I will say this about one of his tweets because people are calling him anti-Semitic and all this mm-hmm. shit. Most of his tweets are just not funny. They're not offensive, but they're just stupid. There was one that uh, maybe I'll give people that are calling him anti-Semitic. He goes, uh, the Jews don't trust them, but what can you do? That's <laughs> weird. I feel like that's not a joke. I feel like that's just kind of strange to say. But whatever. That's something we don't have to get into. We are going to go off the beaten path a little bit today. Oh, I brought nice. a couple of stories that I don't think are getting covered at all. Which is your classic line, right, Joey? Yep, absolutely. Uh, one of them is about a- animal abuse, and one of them is about a uh, treaty that is being created in secret that could really uh, impact the world. Yeah, in, I in don't a negative like secret way. treaties. Nobody does, uh, and that's something we're going to get into, which I feel like is more important than some of this other just like temporary stuff. Joey, uh, yes, uh, is going to get some shine this episode. Yay! Something that Joey likes to do. Um, Periodically, different occasions, he likes to give a little history of of an event or whatever. Yeah. And April Fool's Day happened. So as I understand it, you've prepared a little bit of a brief history of what April Fool's Day is all about. Yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start off with that in a few minutes, and then also at the end of the episode, stick around because Joey, all week, was like, "Hey, did you see this ad? Did you hear this ad?" He called me, "Hey, buddy, you got anything hey, for the podcast?" Blah, blah. I'm like, "What, Joey? What do you want?" Uh, can I do this Taco Bell ad? Yeah. What's this Taco Bell thing that you want to get into? Uh, it's
0: a three-minute epic commercial. Uh-huh. Taco Bell just slams Mickey D's all, all around, everywhere. Yeah. It's blood. It's it's bad.
2: Okay. Yeah. So Joey wanted to talk about that. He also, I, I'm just gonna put this out there. He, it's not really good for an audio-only podcast. So you could hear it, and we'll kind of explain what's going on in it. And I guess Joey's gonna have his commentary on it, but it's not perfect for audio only that's fine. I'm going to let Joey do what he's got to do. And then if the Samsonites or the nobodies are not into it, they can yell at him about it. I will encourage you though. Watch on daily motion. If you'd like to see what the commercial looks like or whatever, but I'll, I'll tell yeah. you how to find it. Okay. Um, uh, anyway. Okay. Good start to the show. So before we get into anything, mm-hmm. we have a, this is an exciting one. Chesterfield cigarettes. They got in touch with me because they've gotten a little bit of heat recently about cigarettes being bad for you, which Most of them are, Chesterfields are not. Yeah, They sent me a a commercial. It's a little bit of a research ad. Oh, nice. So let's get into that real quick uh, because we're obligated to, and we love Chesterfield cigarettes anyway. (laughs) But here's the Chesterfield cigarette ad, and then we'll get into the rest of the program.
1: A responsible consulting organization reports this study by a competent medical specialist and his staff on the effects of smoking Chesterfields. A group of people smoked only Chesterfields for six months. In their normal amount 10 to 40 a day 45 percent of the group have smoked chesterfields from one to 30 years for an average of 10 years each at the beginning and end of the six months period each smoker was given a thorough examination including x-rays the examination covered the sinuses nose ears and throat after a thorough examination of every member of the group The medical specialist stated, it is my opinion that the ears, nose, throat, and accessory organs of all participating subjects examined by me were not adversely affected in the 6 months period by smoking the cigarettes provided. Remember this report, and buy Chesterfields, regular or Uh king-size. Premium quality Chesterfield, much milder.
2: Okay, so there you go. Now, what's interesting about this is that Chesterfield cigarette, I think, is dead on that people often will smoke 40 cigarettes a day. I think that's typical. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, 10 to 40. Yeah, 10 to 40. I think that's a typical range, and that's great. See, there's (laughs) no damage to the extra organs or whatever. So.
3: Yeah, it just depends on what's going on that day.
2: Yeah, don't smoke Marlboro, smoke Chesterfield, smoke up to 40 a day, and I think you're going to be fine. And get the uh, king size. Yeah, go with king size probably, right? I think that's okay because then maybe you only smoke 25, 30. There you go. You save a little squirrel yeah. and, you know, you're in good shape. All right, so thank you, Chesterfield Cigarettes, for all your support. Joey, I, I'm allowing this against my better judgment that you're going to give a little recap or whatever about April Fool. Oh, I swear to God. Yes. If you don't come up with a list of suitable titles for this episode, I'm going to fire you. That's legitimate. I will cut you out of the program. Could Last. Just, okay. There's no, there's no discussion about it. Okay, no discussion. We've been talking about it all week. We weren't crazy about these people. We just were forced to do it because we couldn't think of anything else. Joey, you better write down some real titles. You're gonna get yes. buried
3: if we ever become famous because you said we didn't really like these people or something like that. <laughs> and somebody's gonna take that clip out of context. They're gonna that and clip blast you with it. I'm
2: like the new Levi Pettit. Yeah, yeah God exactly. willing, we get famous enough as uh, Levi Joe. Pettit. Uh, yeah. All right. So anyway, do you understand me? Yes. Even if they're not good, I want you to just write down quotes that you think might be interesting or whatever. Yeah, list
0: of possible titles. I got it.
2: You got it. I got it. All right, Joey, go for it, bud. So
0: yesterday was All Fool's Day, also known as April Fool's Day. Okay. So this is the day where everyone tries to trick their friends for whatever it may be.
2: I hate pranks, by the way. I think they're stupid.
3: Yeah, I don't like them either. Most
2: of the time, it's just like, oh, you, you flattened my tire. That's not a prank.
3: Yeah, you're just a dick. Yeah. And, that, I, and now I'm inconvenienced yeah, for like two hours. Vandalism
2: day. That's yeah. not. All right, good. So back in 1857. So, assault day. You hit me in the face
0: with a pillowcase full of bricks. That's not a prank. So back in 1857, there was a ticket known as to uh, wash in the lions. They advertised that you could buy a ticket and you could wash lions in the Tower of London. Oh. No event ever took place.
2: Oh. Huh. So they just they sold wolf tickets, as Nick Diaz would say. They just sold tickets to an event that didn't happen? Is that Exactly? But that would be I people are insane that they want to go wash a lion. What are you gonna do? You're gonna scrub its mane, you're gonna get bitten. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good idea.
0: What <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whatever, I'm just
2: trying to make something out of nothing yeah, here. But this, no, Joey, this
3: doesn't make any sense no, to me. So pl- they just ripped a bunch of people off? Yes. Oh. Uh,
2: listen, stick around for the rest of the episode. We're going to get into <laughs> real topics. Just don't worry about this. Go ahead, Joey. In the Middle Ages, New Year's Day was
0: celebrated on March 25th and will last a week, ending on April 1st. That makes no sense whatsoever, but okay. Uh, you know, France, crazy people. Sure. Also, it also dates back to the Canberry Tales, uh-huh. which was a book written in... Uh, do 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 a long time ago oh
2: good you know what i'm glad that we spoke on the phone extensively this week about you doing this portion of the show and you didn't do any research i i, no, I, I admire I your <laughs> i admire your ability <laughs> i did research uh, and uh th- but you just you do understand that you said do 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 and said a long time ago that was when you yes. said it happened okay
0: And what happened was they believe (laughs) it was a copying error. So it was 30, uh, it's known as 32 days after March. Okay. So that's being April 1st, which was when Richard II was uh, engaged to end of Berlin in 1381. Oh, okay. Okay. 1539, uh, Flemish poet used to send his servants on foolish errands okay okay because you know it's april fool's day that's sure. like
3: the only one that even remotely makes sense so far right no. it
2: has the word fool in it right yeah. yes you're sending your trick like someone.
3: what what happened one guy got engaged to somebody yeah that yeah. was the one before that yeah how yeah. was that a trick
2: well because it's like she's a trick oh i don't know no
0: she's always doing tricks
2: turning tricks turning tricks, tricks. that's tricks. the phrase can you believe this? I mean, it's 10 minutes. It's 11 minutes, whatever. About okay, 10 minutes okay, okay. The okay. so, tales came out in the 1400s. 1400s. Thank you. So in Ireland,
0: you would give someone a note. Okay. And, and you would give them, tell them, give it to the specific person. Mm-hmm. And they would go out of their way to go to that person. Right. And then the next person would sign a different person. And this would go on. And inside it, in the note, it would say, send the rule further.
2: You you are stunning me right now with the lack of coherence to this whole thing. <laughs> I
3: apologize to everybody listening. This is just uh Okay, that one kind of made sense too.
2: But it's just what, it's passing it, so I pass a note to Andy and then what? He writes No, no David. No, no,
0: no.
3: no, I don't no, 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 no. I'm no, not sure. No no no. It's the the note just says keep the fool going further and you so you hand it to somebody and then you're like, Oh, I'm like Chris, hey, go hand this to Joey. And then you... Joe goes, don't hand oh, it to I me. Oh, it oh, right. Oh, yeah.
2: this is meant for Bob. You got to yes. go find yeah, Bob And now, then Bob yeah. goes to Andy, Oh okay. goes to Jeffrey. Yeah. All right. That makes a lot of sense.
0: But but we're going. We're talking about they're traveling miles and miles on yes, horseback a, a, for this. a royal pain in the ass. Yeah, yes. I
2: get it.
0: What? What? Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Then you have the April fish. So in Italy and France... How much, more you, how much more do you have on this? Two more things and then I'm we're losing done. i so fast. <laughs> Two more things. Uh, April Fish is when people would cut out fish and you would try to post it on somebody's back oh, without them noticing.
2: Okay, that's legitimate. But also, they didn't have laundry back in the day, so that's kind of a fucked up thing to do. Yeah.
0: And the greatest addition to all this tradition, yesterday, yeah. Alec Baldwin, dressed as Abraham Lincoln, gave a lecture to kids in college. About? Uh, presidency, civil rights, a ton of different topics. That's a print. That's Halloween. Uh, Alec Baldwin did it, and it counts as April Fool's. Okay, because Chevy decided to do best day ever, and that was what that was in conjunction with.
2: All right, thanks, Joey. That was uh, absolute nonsense, and I, I'm really sorry that we even allowed that to happen. So that's never gonna happen again. So I hope you enjoyed doing that one. Um. All right. So we have
3: a? There's no. That's too mean.
2: Did you think that that was worth I think, it? I
3: would think it was fine. You're like the drum teacher in Whiplash.
2: I'm not familiar with that <laughs> reference. Thank you. The, only one
3: of the biggest movies in the year. No big deal. I didn't the see the it. I, I know no that it's a movie. I just it's didn't the guy from it. the State Farm commercials.
2: Oh, he's a dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's who I was. Yeah. But let me was ask you this, a, Joey.
3: Did he sexually abuse the kid in that movie? No, just mentally. Just mentally. Yeah. There was no like sex in it. Okay. I didn't get to that part.
2: All right let me just ask you this yes. did, was that a history of April Fool's Day or was that just a, a list of things that you found about like I thought that was a list of things because I you did find. this on Backyard Buddies you did something about Halloween and you had yes. like a little to me that didn't feel like a history
0: more of this was there it really isn't a good one it was a bunch of festivals here or there and most of words were in Greek that I couldn't pronounce Oh, so I, I didn't think that would be a good way to take it Okay, so I wanted to go with examples and end with my boy Alec Baldwin
2: alright well thank you I appreciate your effort Uh um, uh, and hopefully, you know, around Easter or Christmas time, you can come up with something better. Isn't Easter Easter's like, like, like this next weekend? Week. Yeah, that's what I realized as I was saying. I didn't know All right. that. All right, cleanse our palates. All right. Great job, Joey. Uh, <laughs> how's that? Okay, I told yeah. him it was a great job. Yeah, it was okay, great. so I have a couple of quick hits that we're going to go through at the beginning of the podcast here, and then I have two, uh, like I mentioned, I have two more serious ones that we'll get into, and then mm-hmm. Joey close this Taco Bell thing. And Andy, you have a couple of topics yep. as well. All right, we both. Me and Andy both had this topic. Uh, it's just like an update, basically, of something that we've been talking about. California has imposed unprecedented, quote, unprecedented, and, quote, mandatory water regulations. Governor Jerry Brown wants water usage reduced statewide by 25%. Apparently, this uh, Sierra Nevada snowpack, which is a—
3: The five feet of snow is nothing now.
2: Yeah, well, the regular measurement there— Uh, found, quote, no snow whatsoever for the first time in 75 years they've been doing this uh, survey. And California is only at 5% of its historical water level at this point in time. So they're cutting back on – you can't, like, water your ornamental grass and shit on the sidewalk. Yeah,
3: like, you can't um – They can't have sprinklers on, like, the grass and the medians of highways, (laughs) like public roads Why would you have that if
2: nobody has any water? All right. So anyway, so that's good. At least they're taking action on this thing that's obviously a serious problem. But let's – in that, they should be saying, because – this is happening because X, Y, Z. Yeah. Let people know why this is happening. It's not just a fucking freak event that, oh, just for whatever, water's not happening. No, it's because we're polluting everything and there is no water because the climate is changing. Okay. Yeah. We don't have to get crazy into that. Did you have anything else to add to that story? But
3: just I just found it funny. First of all, how they measure water an acre foot. The hell yeah, is that? Well,
2: I have no idea. And well, I guess it's but based on a tract of land and then deep, right? Yes. Into the ground. Okay. Mm.
3: And so yeah, I mean they're doing the twenty five percent cut. they it's supposed to amount to roughly one point million acre feet acre <laughs> foot, whatever. <laughs> And yeah, that's like three hundred twenty-five thousand gallons of water. That's yeah,
2: good. which is going to be good for a little while. Yeah, but this is not a long-term solution. But no, they should have been doing for this nine years months. Ago. Yeah, this is what they're going to do. So. All right, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, gotta good, get those acre feet back up. That's right. It's all about the acre. All about the acre feet, baby. <laughs> um, all right, you hate me? No, I don't. All right. Um, here's something else I wanted to get into. The APA has voted, and this is something that we've talked about, has voted against supplying lethal injection drugs. The American Pharmacists Association met in San Diego and they find the practice of providing lethal injection drugs contrary to the role of pharmacists as healthcare providers, and they're saying that this could kind of de facto lead to the end of the death penalty, although they're going to have the de- the firing squads and the gas chambers, gas chambers and shit like that. It's but. like
3: Walgreens not selling cigarettes. Yeah. It's CVS, right? CVS, am sorry. But in
2: any event, but so... This is a uh, obviously something that we've been talking about, and we'll keep our eye on this. But I think it's probably the right move not to be supplying these drugs.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know about that. Actually, as I say that,
2: well, the the here's the problem with it. Morally, I guess it's the right move if they don't think that they're they're no morally they're that they're violating their oath. But it is going to default make the firing squad come back exactly.
3: I know like they're taking a moral stance against it but they and like and what might come next isn't really their business. You know right. what I mean? So like if the firing squad's coming or whatever that like they can just kind of be like we don't feel like doing this. We're going to wash our hands of it whatever you guys do fine. Right. But I do think you have to think about that. Like you are providing the only like humane, I guess, way of killing somebody. Yeah, yeah it's not necessarily so humane. I I know that, but it's no, but better more than shooting either, somebody or putting them in a gas chamber. So, well, like, yeah. the, the current chemicals that they've been trying are awful, right? Like, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there's two. There's they, a lot of botched. Uh, they're they're ex-species. only
2: able to use 2 There's supposed to be three. It's a three drug yeah, cocktail. It's like, it's I like, thought it
3: was two. It's three. They've been it's using three. two
2: because okay. they can't get the third one, and yeah. now they're saying they're and not each even. Each one, one does these. like
3: an individual. Like one shuts down your brain. Yeah, yeah, right.
2: Uh, oh. yeah so anyway alright so anyway but I just wanted to touch on that because it's something we've been talking about they're not gonna supply the drugs so we'll see how the dumb states react to that and yeah. that's gonna be the end of the story um, oh shit I skipped one that I wanted to get to oh no 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 I didn't okay S e s a e members the racist chant kids uh, Levi Pettit that we've been talking about yes he it turns out learned the chant at a national leadership event when did that come out just the other day and I have the the findings oh, that God. they found We were fucking dead on on this one.
3: Mm -hmm. Dead Dead fucking on. on.
2: Yes, because we said, what did he create it? No, this is part of the culture of the fraternity. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to read the findings. Oh, by the way, I was also saying OSU. It's OU, Oklahoma University. Yeah, not Not Oklahoma State. State, So I apologize to Johnny Hendricks and everybody over there. It's just OU, right? He's OSU. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter.
3: Johnny Hendricks, yeah, I think I was here. All
2: right. These are the findings in the report. This is done by OU. Okay. And then you tell me how accurate we were in our assessment leading up to this whole thing. Yes, The origin of the racist chant at the Oklahoma chapter of Sigma Alpha Epsilon uh, was that it was learned by chapter members on a national leadership cruise sponsored by the National Organization of Sigma Alpha Epsilon four years ago. The chant was learned and brought back to the local chapter. Over time, the chant was formalized in the local SAE chapter and was taught to pledges as part of the formal and informal pledgeship process. <laughs> prior to the chapter's annual Chapters Founders Day event on March 7, 2015, there was alcohol readily available at the fraternity house, yet no shit. And there is evidence that a significant number of chapter members were consuming alcohol prior to, prior to boarding the bus on which the chant was sung. Yeah of course there was. Yeah, I mean uh, I
3: don't think this is really that big of a surprise to anybody. No, I but mean
2: it's it shouldn't be but just to be clear just to say like what we've been talking about is legitimate and accurate. Budget. Um
0: I am shocked that the chance only 4 years old. I I thought it would be
2: and older as chances, part of a formalized thing, but I mean, yeah. if you think that they're not saying "n" no, all the no, time, no, no, they are. As part of the chapter's normal recruitment activities in connection with its Founders Day event, the chapter had invited approximately one dozen high school students who were oh, present God. at the house and were exposed to the chant while on the bus. Wonderful. Now that's interesting because, like we talked about, as opposed to going back and being like, "Listen, guys, this is not the right thing to be doing," they're actually encouraging kids that don't go there
3: to do it as well. To do it
2: and maybe like, "Oh, a cool thing I learned when I was at college." Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. Like <laughs> I had a, I have a cool story from my weekend right yeah
2: and this is the final one it is clear that during the four years since the chant was brought to the university campus its existence was known by recent members and that it became part of the institutionalized culture of the chapter right and that's what uh, we were talking about it's not so much the words no. although people might be hurt by the words or whatever it's it's that it's part of the culture and that's the problem you have to change the culture all right so we were dead on on that and i feel happy that we were able to uh Accurately assess that situation, and I'm sure all the uh, Samsonites appreciate it as well. I have one more quick one to get into before we get into the real meat of the thing. This was sent uh, from Megan, who sent the great email about the uh, Tom Cotton letter a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. She tweeted me this just because we've been getting into it. Ted Cruz has the worst attendance record of anybody that sits on the uh, Armed Services Committee. Oh. Uh, there's 26 members. Okay. The average attendance is thirteen of the sixteen meetings. Cruz is only member to have less than half attendance. He's only been to three of those meetings. So this guy's gonna go out and, and criticize Obama about anything ranging from Guantanamo Bay to terrorism and he doesn't know anything.
0: But only showed up three times. Yeah, Ted himself. Cruz
2: is not even showing up to the meetings, of course not. Yet he he calls Obama unserious and says, Okay. You're you're a fucking fraud, this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, thank you, Megan, for sending that in. It's just uh, another drop in the bucket of insanity that is Ted Cruz. Three yes. out of 26 ain't bad, though. Three out of... What? Three no, out of it's 26. three out of 16. Oh, there's okay. There's 26 members. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's an abysmal record. And really, if you read about it, you read the article that, I, that, I, that she sent me, um, they're like, it's crucial that you go. Because yeah. you get to question generals and see what their strategy is. And he's like, if he's not there, there's not a lot of other shit that he's going to be able to ask them. He's not going to be able to find out any of this information. So Uh, who is the unserious one? It is Mr. Ted Ted Cruz. Cruz, but we'll get into that when he gets into the debates. That'll be a lot of fun. All right. So, Oh, I did want to mention this four members do have a perfect attendance. One of them is Tom Cotton. Hey. hey, one of them is Joni Ernst. Hey, and then there's two uh, Democrats, Jack Reed and Joe Donnelly, are also oh, okay. cool. So look, at least Tom Cotton, as dumb as he is, at least he's there getting the right information and then misinterpreting it. Yeah. At least he's there. <laughs> at least he's making the effort. <laughs> yeah, Joni Ernst straps on her bread, bread bag shoes and gets oh, over there, and God. she's like, "Yeah, ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah. I got a, uh, I got a uh, soundboard." Oh that I just yeah, had. when
3: are we bringing that? I one? haven't set it up yet. I got to, okay. I
2: got to load uh, the clips in, but don't worry, that's I'm coming. I'm excited for that. You, you should be. It's ah, gonna be ah, good. Ah, uh, yeah, Joni Ernst's ridiculous laugh is going to be one of our clips for sure.
0: How how many clips is the soundboard going to be? It's oh, be like geez,
2: 15, I could put 20? like thirty on there. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yep. it should be pretty good. You're going to have some. Yeah, different sounds that like buzz you when you say something wrong. I'm or, putting
3: that in the, the Darren Miller scream from that one. Song yeah, just like yeah. Wait, let's
2: let's get clean audio. Joey, go for it. What? Do the sound again. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So that'll be <laughs> that'll be one of the clips. Uh, all right. <laughs> Ugh. Good. So we got that stuff out of the way. And again, it's so... I, I I took some quick ones because at least we can get more stuff covered, but it's impossible to cover everything. Like I said, we're going to go off the beaten path, but I think these are really important topics that okay. I want to get into. Okay. The first one is this thing called the Trans-Pacific Partnership. WikiLeaks just published a draft from the agreement, and the part that they published is called the investment chapter of this uh, treaty that's going through. Basically... Uh, the thing that we want to focus on is something called the Investor State Dispute Settlement, which is the ISDS, in case I reference it later. Uh, and work on the ISDS is led by the United States. And I have some uh, details. This also ties in with something else that came out this week about Elizabeth Warren and Jamie Dimon, the big banks. Oh. But we can get into that in a little bit. Okay. Let me just read you the details of this thing because it's fascinating and it's frightening, and it ties into also what we've been talking about where corporations run the world essentially and they are overriding our democracies. Mm -hmm. Okay. A treaty established tribunal would have the power to overrule national courts and to award millions from tax coffers to companies who believe that laws undermine their future profits. That's an aspect of this trans pacific partnership where if Exxon thinks that Ecuador, uh, their national laws are not going to work for Exxon, they can actually override the laws of that country and take that country to court and... and Okay, so that's, right off the bat, immediately troubling. Mm -hmm. The Trans-Pacific Partnership Investment Chapter, published today, which was the other day, is dated January 20, 2015. The document is classified and supposed to be kept secret for four years after the entry into force of the TPP agreement, or if no agreement is reached, for four years from the close of negotiations. So, if they pass this agreement, Uh the details of it will not be released for four years, so Uh, it'll be operating with impunity for four years or if they don't get this thing passed anything that was talked about in the agreement obviously unless WikiLeaks gets some of these documents you'll never know what they were talking about to begin with great so that's that seems like very sub, subverting the democratic process the United States trade representative threatened to jail members that are working on this if they disclose this constant if they disclosed its content well, to voters. Well,
0: obviously, you can't get the information out there.
2: Right, but they're, they're going to they're gonna put senators in jail <sighs> if they tell the people that elect them what they're working on. Yeah. That's uh, kind of contrary to democracy. But let's worry about gay marriage and shit. That's the important shit. This is the stuff that is going to take the world down and is, is taking the world down. This is part of the problem. Let me read this. Okay. The investment chapter highlights the intent of the tra- TPP negotiation parties led by the United States to increase the power of global corporations by creating a supra supranational court or tribunal where foreign firms can, quote, sue states and obtain taxpayer compensation for expected future profits. Oh, These investor state d- dispute settlement, the ISDS, like I said, tribunals are designed to overrule the national court system system. ISDS tribunals introduce a mechanism by which multinational corporations can force governments to pay compensation if the tribunal states – hold on. I lost my place. Can force governments to pay compensation if the tribunal states that a country's laws or policies affect the company's claimed future profits. In return, states hope that multinationals will invest more. So basically what they're saying is if BP – wants to go drill oil in Brazil mm-hmm. or whatever, and Brazil's laws kind of prohibit them from doing what they want, but BP thinks that, that those laws are going to keep them from making money in the future, just whatever they're speculating they're going to mm-hmm. make, mm-hmm. they can actually go after Brazil and take money out of their tax revenue mm-hmm. and be like, well, this you cost us a billion dollars, so we need to take this from you mm-hmm. because your laws are fucking us. So you're telling me
0: to simplify this as easy as we can, The corporations are going to be taxing people themselves?
2: Well, no, they're not going to be taxing people. They're going to be punitively punishing states for having their own laws. They don't like that. The corporations want to operate without any kind of regulation at all, which is a huge issue. And the reason why that they can get to a point like this where they can actually say, and there's some examples that I'll read, Mm -hmm. but then get to a point where they can actually tell a country that you fucked us out of money. So you owe us that money. The reason they can do that is because they're paying for politicians. They are getting people elected by donating money to them, either on the books or off the books. And they're getting their people in office that then write laws that enable shit like this in secret. Mm -hmm. What kind of democracy, how dare anybody sit here in this country and defend us as the greatest country in the world? We're leading this. This is our fault. Majority of this is our fault. And this is not a democratic world that we're living in. This is a a corporation-ruled world that we have no say in. We can can talk when we're going to talk about the the different presidential candidates that are running. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fucking matter who you elect because behind closed doors, in secret. It's
3: not even like behind closed doors anymore. Well, the only reason we know about this is because of WikiLeaks. I know, but like we all know what's happening. Like, but to this corpor- extent where we no, know that but-
2: corporations can actually tell <clears throat> Canada, yeah, we don't like that law you have, so go fuck yourself. You owe us money now. Let uh-huh. me read these examples, and then that's basically the end of it. For example, U.S. tobacco company Philip Morris used one such tribunal to sue Australia in June 2011. This started and it's ongoing. For mandating plain packaging of tobacco uh, products on public health grounds. And by the, so they didn't... Philip Mars didn't like that they were going to change the labeling of packages. Yeah, so they just sued money. Australia.
0: Oh,
2: fuck you. We don't care if you're trying to do right by your citizenry. We want to get paid. So go fuck yourself. Um, by the oil giant Chevron against Ecuador, an attempt to evade a multi-billion dollar compensation ruling for polluting the environment, the threat of future law. So, okay, they don't want any, uh, environmental laws passed. We're, it's going to cost us money. We're going to sue you. Fuck you. The threat of future lawsuits chilled environmental and other legislation in Canada after it was sued by pesticide companies in 2008 and 2009. ISDS tribunals are often held in secret, have no appeal mechanism, do not subordinate themselves to human rights laws or the public interest, and have few means by which other affected parties can make representations. So you tell me whether corporations are a boon to us as humans or a a detriment to us. I think that they're a detriment to us. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? Is that surprising to you? If not surprising, is it stunning to actually see it in print and understand that that's what's actually going on?
3: Uh, probably the latter. Not, it, it's not surprising, but it is uh, kind of shocking to see it that it actually is happening you kind of just assumed it was but not to that degree but that is that yeah that's terrifying
2: well and it's the callousness of the idea that it's like money definitely supersedes democracy
3: well and supersedes in a lot of those cases like the health of the citizens of that country yes it's immaterial yeah Yeah. they said human rights are not they're not concerned with that
2: no it's not even a consideration at all there you you can't uh they they say no. We have nothing to do with human exactly. rights. We have nothing to do with uh public policy. Yet in the United States, because of our Supreme Court, we've allowed, like we talked about in the last couple episodes, we've allowed corporations to take on the traits of human beings, and making not money speech. As right. So now you have a situation where corporations can supersede laws are treated as people, but then also don't have to treat other people as people, like real human beings. Yeah, it's insane. That's where we are today in Mm -hmm. 2015 in the global economy in America. And this is trying to be fast-tracked through Congress to get to Obama so he can sign this thing. I'm going to have petitions for this and the next thing that we're going to talk about. Sign it. Get involved. That's the least you can do. And that's really all we can do at this point other than talk about it and sign a petition. It'll be in the SoundCloud Description. Uh, okay. If you want to go to soundcloud.com cool. slash mandatory stamps, and you can sign the petition. The next thing we'll get into too. Joe, you got any uh, – w- what do you think about that? Because well, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I think it's insane,
0: but I think at the end of the day, there was not enough people making enough noise to, to help. Like I understand we're trying to do a petition and all that, and that's great, but I just fear that at the end of the day, most people just want their Apple iPhones, and everybody's happy.
2: Well – Yes, but I think if more people knew about this, They'd be more they average. might be up in arms about it. The only problem is there is literally no way to stop it other than – because it's going to get passed eventually. If it doesn't get passed now, it'll get passed in ten a years. year from here, whatever. It's just going to continue to get worse, and I don't think that there's an appetite on the part of the politicians to do anything about it because that's where their bread is buttered. And we've allowed this system to take place over time, and it's a travesty. And then – this is something we were talking about this week, and, and it also ties into the next topic we're going get into, where people complain, oh, the world is, is a terrible place. No, the world's fine.
3: Yeah, we're just terrible people. Yeah, we're yeah.
2: making it terrible. The yeah. people that we've put in place, the systems that we've allowed to, to be put in place over time, that's what makes the world terrible. The world is perfect on its own. Yep. We're terrible. That's the issue.
0: Yeah. So now, with what WikiLeaks has released... Has there been any names of who, like, a- any names of individuals involved? What do you mean?
2: Like, senators and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 People, everybody in the United States, you know, people that work on, on oh, the Oh, the, the entire thing. Yeah, they. it has people in the, um, the petition. I forget who it wants to target. But, yeah, it's people oh, that are just, Christ. that have been elected. Yeah. But they're working in this kind of, kind of, they're working in this extra legal system that I don't think the average voter, the average citizen or any global citizen not knows about would want to be the case. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Nobody voted no. for them to do this. No. You voted for them to like make sure the water's clean and stuff like that, not to give a Chevron the ability to do whatever the fuck they want in Ecuador. That's not, that's not their job. This shit needs to be reined in. It's disgusting. It's frightening and it's, and it's ridiculous that this is, this is the state of affairs in the world. So when you want to talk about why the world is fucked up that's why the world is fucked up yeah it's not it's not not because of us three sitting here it's because of massive corporations and the pieces of shit that get paid off by them to make this stuff happen with no regard no conscience and no moral compass that's the fucking problem
0: agreed nice
2: this ties in with elizabeth warren elizabeth warren her book came out recently and i read an article about that where the big banks Mm -hmm. Uh, are mad at Elizabeth Warren because of what she said, that video that we watched, which I loved, where she said, you should be broken up to the big banks. They're mad about that, obviously. (laughs) Uh, Uh. Yeah, surprising, right? And um, they've basically said that they're thinking about not donating as much money to the Democrats because of this, Uh -uh. which ties into this whole thing because, again, it's big corporations, it's big institutions threatening people that actually represent human beings yeah. and it's part of a democracy. We're not going to help you get elected if you don't let us do whatever we want. Wow, that's great. That's called a hostage negotiation essentially, <laughs> right? We have a gun to your fucking heads, dumb human beings, and we'll blow your heads off if you don't give us what we want. Okay. This is uh this just this just closes the whole conversation. In her book, there's a whole passage about her meeting with Jamie Diamond who runs Chase Bank. Okay. Uh They have a whole back and forth where he's complaining that they're overregulated and she's saying, no, you're clearly not. I don't know how you could say that with the amount of money you've lost and the recent economic meltdown and all this stuff. Jamie Dimon gets pissed off and he ends the conversation with, so hit me with a fine. We can afford it. Uh Yeah, that's, (laughs) yeah, they can't afford it because they're sucking the world of its resources and its money and fuck all the people. And if you want to do anything about it, just fine us. We don't care.
3: Yeah, that is so amazing.
2: You know how he said it, too, with a little smirk. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh smirk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would love for ISIS to get their hands on Jamie Diamond. I'm yeah, putting I that out mind. there. <laughs> Let's repurpose ISIS. Let's let them go on a, a fucking tirade uh, across the country and just kill all the CEOs. How about that? I'm calling for that. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. No, that's horrible. I'm just kidding. Uh no, but you know what I mean? Like you little sniveling piece of shit because he's right though.
3: He is right.
2: Go ahead, fine us. Yeah, you can find us a billion shit. dollars. Yeah, you
3: can find us 2 billion. Yeah, yeah, just we're going to make
2: 6 more in its place. Yeah. Dummies. That's the attitude. So think about that. When you have Apple and you have all these fucking big corporations where they're shipping jobs overseas, fuck them. Stop buying their products. Stop allowing this shit to happen. Well, no, we have at a certain point it's going to be. Yeah,
3: no, we do have to. Somebody, we have to step up as people and say enough is enough. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if it fails, that's that, the only way to hurt them.
2: Absolutely, because that's the, and that's the only way that they succeed is because they know that they can trample human rights and yeah. laws and whatever, and they can make exponential amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. That's how I feel about it, and it's that shit infuriates me.
3: Jesus, man. Well, I get it. It's a lot.
2: <laughs> what's a lot?
3: <laughs> Just to, to realize that that's what's happening.
2: It's always something you know is happening. I know. In the back of your mind. Yeah. But when you actually get well, you see a leaked document that we're, we, the dumb plebeians, are not supposed to see, mm-hmm. and you know that that is definitely going to be put into place.
0: Oh, as soon as it's w- What do you
2: do? What do you do? How do you stop that? Do, do we vote for Mitt Romney or Barack Obama? No. No. It doesn't matter. Maybe voting for Obama slows it down fractionally, yeah, but not much. I it's going to get passed. Frustrating. It's beyond frustrating. It's impossible to combat. And again, we talk exactly. about this. climate change. Can do about probably it. impossible to combat this. Probably impossible to combat. And it's a spying. So who who's right? Like we can protest. <laughs> pretend it's conspiracy theory. Whatever. Yeah. No. Who's this fucking cabal that is running the world? Oh, it's a handful of multinational corporations and the politicians, they turn into their
3: puppets. They agree, so yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: that's the reality.
3: Yep, that's our world, 2015. I,
2: I noticed that Joey hasn't written down any of these things that we've been saying. I, I have title. a few titles. Do you? Okay. Yes. All right, I'm just checking on you, buddy. Um, Let's check it, All right, please. so yeah, that's a great one. I'm glad that uh, that's happening. This is another thing I want to get into, and again, this is off the beaten path. It's not, in the grand scheme of things, the biggest story that that we've encountered but it speaks to i think the disregard that companies and people in general have for the world at large mm-hmm. and this is something that it could be fixed and should be fixed and is a thing that really like breaks my heart honestly uh this, this video came out it's from the universal circus okay. it's a video um and it's basically it shows miserable elephants circus Aww. elephants losing their minds Uh, I brought this video and again this petition will be in the SoundCloud information as well and I encourage you guys to go sign it they're pretty close to their goal this is something that should be taken care of now this is a quick video that they got of the elephants at the Universal Circus and we'll talk about uh, what the deal is with this in a second Uh, yeah it's horrific yeah makes me very sad uh, It says, Universal universal Circus uh, Elephants displaying stereotypic behaviors, which we'll get into. They stand on stage for long stretches of time. Trainers use a bull hook, a stick with a sharp metal hook on the end to guide the elephants around. Some elephants exhibit stereotypic behaviors. This elephant is just standing there bobbing its head, repeated obsessive bobbing and weaving. Because it's losing its mind, literally. Yeah, Stereotypes it's fine, it's fine. are always a sign of poor mental health. It would not be too much of an overstatement to say that they are losing their minds. That's by Dr. Lori Marino. Now, you can find that video. It's on thedodo.com. Um, and I know like it's probably not good for audio, but I wanted the guys to see it so we can get into the conversation. Um, it shows the elephants doing stereotypic or repeated obsessive behaviors, which are observed in distraught captive elephants not mm. in the wild and you can see in the video and there's some pictures where the use of bull hooks are visible on their legs oh, yeah, there's yeah. raised bumps on their legs that shit sickens me to watch because first of all elephants are extremely extremely intelligent they're, uh, and actually, I found some of the quotes about them. These are Asian elephants. They're highly intelligent and self-aware. They have the greatest volume of cerebral cortex available for cognitive processing of all land animals. Huh. They're in the same category as uh, like the great apes. They're yeah. extremely intelligent. They're, they remember. They have family connections. They're capable of so many things. Grief, learning, mothering, mimicry, play, altruism, use of tools, compassion, cooperation, self-awareness. These are, these are animals that we have for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. They're essentially slaves. We've made slaves yeah. of these elephants. They're going insane, and that's just something that we're we're accepting now. Don't accept it. Mm-hmm. Go sign the petition. I signed it. Mm-hmm. It'll be in the description. Go sign that. Yeah. We, me, and Andy were talking about this outside yesterday, and a guy was walking by with two dogs. And oh he yeah. Was like, remember that? Yep. And he was like, "Oh my god." He's like, "I overheard what you were saying." He's like, "Yeah, that, that is brutal."
3: It is. It's awful. There and there. By the way, like that video was actually pretty tame as far as yes. like as far as like elephant abuse videos I've seen. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's awful. You always want, you're always hoping just one of them just squashes the trainer with one of those big legs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But what ends up happening is it kind of goes the opposite way. They, they like it says, they start to lose their yeah, minds. Yeah, they just go crazy. And they are depressed and they're just miserable and you're ruining this. This animal lives for 65, 70 years. Yeah, oh, that's horrible. It's disgusting to me. It really, it hurts me because yeah. it's like they don't have control over that, but they don't want to fucking be there. Imagine mm.
0: 50 years of, of that treatment.
2: Absolutely. It's pretty, well, there was a video oh I saw a God. couple of months ago where this elephant, I think, was in a, a zoo somewhere, and they had it chained up, and its legs were all fucked up. I mean, for years it was in there, for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they finally freed it, and the elephant actually cried when they freed it. It knew what was happening. It knew that oh, they were saving it. Oh, my it. God. Now, is that right? Should we, as humans, ha- be doing that to, to these elephants? No, I no, think of it's course not. absolutely horrific. I, I, wrote, I wrote something about it because this actually really does bother me. There's a cosmic and karmic price to all of this, okay? Agreed. Humans are supposed to be stewards of the earth, if we're going to borrow a phrase from the, uh, the biblical uh, crowd. People complain. Oh, I just said. People complain how terrible the world is. We're making it terrible. We treat everything like products. That's the fucking issue. We put a price on suffering. We let the market dictate misery, and it's a crime. Things have to change. This all ties in. Do you think that... It's it's a coincidence that a, a global economy that's grown up around suffering and disregarding human rights doesn't give a flying fuck about elephants who mm. – they're just no. like, well, they're animals, whatever. We'll do whatever to them. No. The, you, you're you judged by how you treat the lowest in society, mm-hmm. by the people that can't stand up for themselves. And elephants certainly can't stand up for themselves. And we do it with poor people, homeless people, veterans, just the the people that can't do for themselves. We don't try to help them and offer them a hand. We try to step on them and we use them to our advantage.
3: True. Mm-hmm. This
2: is a global human issue. There's no wonder why things are going wrong and why people are upset and people are depressed. This is why. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's not because we, we enslave elephants, but it's symptomatic of, of the overall problem. Why we don't?:
0: It's just one example.
2: Yeah, we don't yeah. treat the world correctly.:
3: No, we treat it like property. Yeah, and. That's the, all and, it is.
2: and guess what? We're just renting. Mm-hmm. We don't own this thing. This planet's going to react violently to us, and it should. I don't know. That shit, maybe I'm not being clear enough about it, but that really, uh, it just hurts me because it's like, why? Why Why? Why pick the most intelligent animal out there yeah. and make it your slave?
3: Right, and it's like, why do we have to have them? Because, like, okay, zoos, I guess, are one thing, but the circus, like, I don't like the, that. They're in the zoo either But the circus It's like Why can't we just cut that out That would free so many elephants Yes You know what I mean Like just lose the elephants In the circus They're not necessary They aren't that big of a deal To people Why can't we just get that, at least?
2: Well, and guess what? Even if they are a big deal to people, go online and watch a video. Right, or
3: go to the fucking zoo and see one, where where at least it has a little more of a chance of having, like, that little habitat and, like... A
2: little more, that's still kind of a fucked up thing, zoos. But, right, but this is disgusting. They're in, like, a a tiny little ring with fucking shackles around their legs. They're going insane, you know... There's also part of it in the article that I read where there's a male elephant and then a female elephant. and They said the female elephant all day leans on the male elephant because it's literally like going crazy. It can't stand on its own. It like leans again. What are we doing? Right. What are we doing as a fucking species? We're supposed to be the highest primate. We're supposed to be able to rationalize and have compassion, but we're just... Going in the opposite direction. And I know this is a bummer of a fucking episode, but I'm sorry. This is what's going on. And this is the shit that affects me all week. And when I come here, I want to talk about it. This shit drives me crazy. And again, Mm. it's corporations, corporate mindset through every aspect of society. Mm. We're putting a price on suffering. How, How do
0: you feel about this, Joey? There's a price on everything now. Price on entertainment. Price on suffering. If if you want to do anything at all, it costs money. It's it's ridiculous.
2: Well, it's the pursuit of money that over democracy or human ideals. That's 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 an and for people that want to pretend that that's just how things work. No, that's an American idea that is spread globally.
3: Yeah, that can Mm. be changed. Yes, but it's not going to be.
2: But we we pride ourselves on being a capitalist country. Great. Yeah. But at what fucking price?
3: Well, at price of whatever
2: freedom yeah anything a, a livable habitat mm-hmm. uh treating things humanely that's what it's at the price of yeah so why so donald trump can get rich so jamie diamond can have six million dollars and smugly smirk at elizabeth warren as they find me go yeah. fuck yourself how about that i don't know man that's my mood today gentlemen yeah. i can't uh i, I...
3: I didn't know which way this episode was going to go, but... I had a feeling. took a turn for the dark. <laughs> I had
2: a feeling like it was going to go in that direction. I just... Oh, uh, man. But it's like, am I wrong, though? No, I mean,
3: you're not wrong. That's the sad part. I mean, well, not even sad. It's just, it is what it is. And we, again, I'll say it, like, we as younger people need to, like, realize, like wake up and realize what's going on, and that if we don't change it now, it is going to get so much worse.
2: And it's, spot- it's spotting the pattern. I think we have a tendency as a country, like I mentioned at the beginning with this Trevor Noah, his uh-huh. tweets, like, oh, we're yeah. gonna that's the problem. Yeah. Even the oh, SAE God. chant thing. Oh, he's the issue. No, 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 no. It's a cultural societal thing. It's the overarching pattern and the string that runs through all aspects of a society. This is what that is. A disregard for, you, for, for everything, just in the name of money. Absolutely. That's the problem. Look, I'll be you-
0: honest with you. I've known you for a very long time. And a long time ago, you told me this, which is true. Be the change you want to see.
2: Did, did I? Do, you're gonna credit me with that? Yeah, I'm gonna wow.
0: credit you. Okay, thanks. Joey. I'm gonna credit you with that.
2: Well, thank
3: you. I, I noticed that. you didn't write that down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. he, has, he has other good ones. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, thank you, Joey.
3: You want to hear something that is good? I'd love to. Yes. I just learned that Butterfinger and Peanut Butter Cups teamed up and made Butterfinger Peanut Butter Cups. Hot, goddamn! That's gonna be good. Yeah, and so Manny Pacquiao has something to do with it, apparently. But anyway, he
2: probably punches the Butterfinger into the peanut butter <laughs> well, cups. Right?
3: That might actually be very accurate.
2: Oh, look at that boxing gloves! Yeah,
3: I was right on. Yep. Uh, that's that's terrific. <laughs> that's wonderful. I'm gonna go see if the bodega has them.
2: When I'm raging against corporations, I'm not talking about <laughs> Nestle. <laughs> oh I'm God, so totally <laughs> in on Nestle. Yeah, no, yeah Nestle, everyone but wonderful. Nestle. Um. All right. Anyway, so that's that's my piece today. I you know I hope you guys at least found that informative. And I I hope I'm not alone on this because I, to me it's obvious. I've spent a lot of time looking at this stuff and thinking Mm -hmm. about it. You can start to find these patterns and you can start to understand why across the board things are going bad. It's not specific laws, although sometimes it is, but it's a cultural mentality and that's what needs to be changed. And that takes a long time. That's the problem with a lot of these issues. We might be running out of time, but let's, let's at least put these things out there and have conversations about them and possibly sign these petitions that i'm gonna have in the soundcloud and that's basically what i have to say so if andy you want to get into some topics and then again we're gonna close joey you're gonna have this uh taco bell ad that you found fascinating which by the way i love taco bell
3: i do too yeah i haven't had it in such a long time though but yeah i don't really it's good it is good Um, yeah
2: terrible for you but it tastes
3: delicious sure but you know what isn't these days Uh, anyway so It was kind of a dark episode, and one of mine was uh, "What's Behind Missouri's Mysterious Political Suicides."
2: Oh, good. Let's oh, keep nice. it going.
3: Yeah, we'll keep it that's going. That's fine. Look, <laughs> so it,
2: I think people that listen get
3: it. Get it. Get it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Sometimes too.
2: it's got to go dark. Don't fucking hot. Hi- the The more, the deeper into the dark you can go, the more light you can shine on it, and that's the fucking reality of. Yeah. Yeah. You better write that one down.
3: (laughs) Uh, All right, Andy, go for it. Okay. So I, um, yeah, I was just on a news website. I forget which one, just scrolling through stories. And this caught my attention because I lived in Missouri for like almost 10 years. And apparently, the political system there is uh, very. Di- you know like dirty politics like there's a lot like oh like amongst politicians like You're they're right. like real shitty to each other apparently <laughs> oh great so yeah for some reason so Missouri State Auditor Tom Sweesh I believe is how you pronounce it um it's it a starts name what dope name yeah it's cool tom swoosh well he's dead now so uh, oh yeah swoosh he, <laughs> <laughs> okay so it starts off saying he uh had something he wanted to get off his chest two days prior he tried to call a press conference about the fact that his political opponents were spreading rumors that he was what what homosexual. do you think homosexual no
2: Joey. Uh, okay well i'm going homosexual joey okay uh Child molester. No. Oh, good one. That's a good guess. That is a good one. Joe, would you like to guess? Cross dresser. No. Huh. Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> uh,
3: the, yes just go ahead uh,
2: so he okay they're trying to quote <laughs> spread rumors that he's a jew
3: yes uh, which would be horrible right it would right. be the worst a- thing ever
2: and, it's, and he's upset he's, he's trying to be like upset. no i'm not
3: jewish yes how dare you call me jewish he, yes that's exactly what it is um great so- So, yeah, he's concerned that people are spreading rumors that he's Jewish because he identifies as – he's, like, some weird branch of Christian. I I forget one. But but I guess his, like, stepfather – or no, his, like, grandfather on, like, his dad's side was Jewish, technically. But he identifies with another religion, so he's, like, really upset because apparently it's not good to be a Jew in Missouri politics. (laughs) That's that's
2: (laughs) ridiculous. Also, that is a – a culture too. Like it's it is. Of, it's a heritage. So like if your grand great grandfather is Jewish, you're Jewish a little yeah. bit.
3: Yeah man. That's it, ridiculous. B- but whatever. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Right. So he would, yeah, so to take matters into his own... Okay, so what happened was he wanted to call his pre- a press conference about this. His team, his campaign team or whatever, was to. like, relax, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, this isn't this. the angle you want to go. Don't do this. <laughs> so he called both the Associated Press and the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, which I used to read, it's a great newspaper, Wonderful. to set up interviews for himself right okay he's gonna do an interview with both of them and he's gonna clear the shit. and they're gonna be like hey are you him. jewish he's like no i'm not he's i'm cool like, with them but no yeah, and yeah, the interview. yeah, yeah okay. exactly so um so he sets up these interviews seven minutes later he hasn't shown up for either of them uh-huh. and yeah so they go and they find him at his house and he's dead killed himself
0: Ooh.
2: can you believe that do you how how anti-semitic and insane do you have to be to yeah. kill yourself because people might think you're Jewish. People think I'm Jewish all the time. I'm like, no, yeah. no but no, no. I don't care.
3: So, yeah, seven minutes after asking to be heard out, the Republican candidate for governor put a gun to his head and killed himself. Unbelievable. Wow. I
2: mean, that's sad that the guy killed himself, yeah. but also, like, what is going on there?
3: Right, yeah. Well, it's it's, uh, it's unbelievable to <laughs> me. And then it gets, like, yeah, it gets even worse, actually. So the suicide, already one of the more... Bizarre political stories. Yes. But wait,
2: can I just make a comment? So now he killed himself, but all his colleagues are gonna sit shiva for a week just to piss him off. <laughs> Horrible, <laughs> no no funeral for you, buddy. <laughs> all right, good.
3: So um yeah, it took an even weirder turn Sunday evening when Sweek's spokesman Sweish's spokesman, Robert Spence Jackson, was also found dead. ...of an apparently self-inflicted gunshot. (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) So what? No, there's no way that they both killed... These guys got murdered.
3: Maybe. For being Jewish politicians? What is happening? I don't know, man. That, like, there's... That's the story.
2: It's hard to believe that the same place that the Michael Brown thing went down... This is happening also Yeah it's yeah. unbelievable
3: right Yeah it's weird So yeah So then You know After Swish's death The senator John Danforth Has been blaming Like bullying And this dirty politics In Missouri and, <laughs> but, like, but it's his friend's suicide <laughs> And he did this, like, scathing eulogy about, like, how people were picking on him. But he also, at the same time, thought Swish was too soft for politics. <laughs> so have been oh, in. my it God. It was a very strange eulogy, and it apparently it went on for quite a while. But... Um, <laughs> that's
2: that's a lo- I love a rambling eulogy. Also, they're saying he's being bullied by just saying that he's Jewish.
3: That's yeah, not that, that's, an they're insult. They're calling him Jewish. I know. How tone-deaf is that? Exactly. That's the best part. So... Yeah, I guess I was reading more about like Missouri and their dirty politics, and (laughs) no more. (laughs) you're going to love this. Okay, do you know who Jeff Rowe is? No, I don't. Okay, he's the guy who is running Ted Cruz's campaign this year, and has run other campaigns in the past for uh, Republican Congressman Sam Graves. He ran his. I'm going to guess.
2: There's uh, some issues with the way he ran these campaigns.
3: Yes. Do you want to know what opponents have described uh, Graves' campaign staff as? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes,
2: I'd like to know.
3: (laughs) Evil, <laughs> intimidating, and a third quote: very, very bad.
2: <laughs> so uh, that's good. Well, that is the guy you want to get if you're a distant like eighth in the presidential uh, election cycle. Anyway, as Ted Cruz is, yes. you want to get the guy that's evil and very, very, and very bad.
3: bad. Yes. So he's also known as the Carl Rove of Missouri. Oh, oh wow, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a, quite the title, huh? Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he and he's getting blamed for this maybe being his fault the suicide because he ran a hurtful house of cards themed attack ad mocking the auditor's appearance uh may have pushed swish over the edge and you know what it did in the in the ad no. it compared him to don Knotts. <laughs>
2: what what the fuck <laughs> what is, is happening in missouri i don't understand this at all and you know what this makes sense because ted cruz loves house of cards
3: Sure. He said it in that CBS interview. He did. So he ran. So they were on this attack ad comparing Swish to to Don Knotts in a House of Cards themed attack ad. I don't even know what that means. But anyway, so now the guy's dead and so is his uh, spokesman. How fascinating is
2: all this? Okay. Well, that's. I'm glad you brought that. That's a little. Yes, a person did kill himself, but that's a little lighter.
3: It was, yeah. I tried to make light of it as best I could. Uh, Uh,
2: Oh, look at these guys sitting in the room. we got Mike Cannon, host of the Weed News. Go to theweednews.com.
3: And deep inside the rabbit hole. That's right. Yep. Um, Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, so that's a good... uh,
2: Very good. Well, let's stay on top of this uh, insanity over Missouri. Yeah. A dead politician, Jewish or not. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. Possibly killed by Ted Cruz's campaign manager. Possibly.
3: Ooh. <laughs> it, it, it's at least his fault if it was a suicide. So we can rest easy with that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's
2: that. <laughs> that was good. I actually like that. I, I, yes. Again, a guy killed himself, but that was a little lighter. That was fun. <laughs> uh, do you got anything else there?
3: Uh, I mean, I have one that's a little broader. I was reading about how ISIS makes all its money, but.
2: I think we did that right we did talked we? about where they were doing the harvesting the organs and shit like yes that? yeah, yeah. yeah so I think yes. we got into that mm-hmm. I don't know
3: if we ever found out if that was true or not but no I, I think it I is like actually believe it yeah I, I like to believe I mean, it makes true. sense
2: well I think I said it's a good move on their part yeah I mean not yeah. encouraging them to do it but it makes no it makes sense, sense. Yeah, sure. yeah cut a kidney out two hundred thousand dollars boom there I'm thinking go. about doing it um all right Joey yes what what do you want to do here
0: well I thought we could watch the video and Commentate on it But if you feel that It's more a visual aspect It
2: is a visual aspect We are filming this thing Let's, let's do it That's fine Okay But I'm gonna This caveat You're gonna be the one Explaining what's going on In the video
0: oh. I'm not doing
2: it Okay So you're gonna explain it You wanted to talk about this Give a little background Very quickly What is the deal here uh, Oh we did already right Yeah it's a Taco, Taco Bell, Bell, Bell commercial They okay. are
0: doing The Walking Dead I'm so hungry no? To have a huge campaign For a new breakfast Okay Alright
3: right. so here, I would never get breakfast From Taco Bell First of all it's no a, I probably probably just really good guys. You're crazy. It's like a it's a waffle with like things on it.
0: Come on.
2: Dynamite drop in from little <laughs> Joe Arary. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, all right, here we go. So this is the Taco Bell short film. You can go on YouTube and just type in Taco Bell, short film, breakfast, whatever. So Joey oh Andy, do you have a song for the end of the
3: episode? Yeah, we do.
2: Alright, here we go. Joey, you explain what the fuck's going on. This is shot really well, I will say this. It looks pretty good. It seems like a fucking gigantic waste of money though. But let's let's see what
3: happens. Most likely. There's a
0: TV.
2: No. It's another perfect morning in the Routine Republic
0: where happiness is eating the same breakfast. Same breakfast. Guy walks over to a window,
3: looks out the window. He looks like he's in dreary communist, 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 communist Russia. Russia.
2: Yes. Thank you, Andy. Good job. It's
0: a dystopian future.
2: Perfect.
3: He's washing his face in the mirror. In the where is they live in a place called the Routine Republic, apparently. <laughs>
2: There's a, oh, slide ah, a veiled reference to, like, a McDonald's play place there.
3: Yep. A clown. A scary SS-looking clown guard. That
2: looks like, perhaps, Ronald
3: McDonald. Perhaps, yes. Because happiness is eating the
2: same breakfast. Everyone's grabbing a same breakfast. They're eating it. Do you it. see my point, though, Joey, about how this is not very good for an audio-only podcast? But that's okay. I didn't see
3: this commercial. I'm really okay, entertained now. Right now there's a general looks in good. a war room of some kind... Also with all clown right, makeup right, okay. on, it's all very confusing.
2: <laughs> no, it's pretty clear, I
3: think.
0: It's clear what they're doing. And apparently everyone's getting fed, but they're upset.
3: Can we just pause it for a second yeah, so absolutely. we can actually talk about things yes, 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 that yes, are happening? Yes. Sure. Okay. So what's happening is this is set up basically like a Holocaust movie. That's how it Exactly. It looks yes. like. Yes. So they're in this like dystopian, like communist looking everything's gray, and there are What look like army leaders or generals in like fatigues or army uniform with clown makeup on. Correct. That's exactly. That's what's what's happening, happening. and they're in line, like a bunch of people getting their food handed to them. Yeah, which uh, which looks like a government like run thing.
2: Right, but they're being handed uh, essentially egg McMuffins. That's what it looks like. Yes. Uh, we good so far on that? Okay. At least they're being fed. Okay. Sure. Joey in favor of fascism. Yeah.
3: (laughs)
0: Oh, the guy puts his hood up. He's ready. He's ready to do something.
3: Uh oh.
2: Oh, now the chick too.
3: Yep, she's going with him.
2: Oh, now they're gonna go into the worst fucking song. No, best song. I hate the song.
3: Okay, now the Ramones is. <laughs> now there are guards running after them, which would be horrifying, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Yes, to be
2: chased by an evil clown. Yep. Up, oh, Hitler clown. Up, oh, a-, a horse. There's a chase scene, they're running through the streets. They, I think they're gonna try to escape the same breakfast world. Yes, they're gonna the, jump to the, the car. Routine Republic. Yes. The Routine Republic, yes, excuse me. Uh oh, the people are uprising here.
3: This is all very dangerous for this government.
2: <laughs> oh, now there's just glitter explosions taking place in a field. I don't know. I different colors. Understand that. This does look good though, they did a good job. Okay, now they're standing on the wall. They have a choice to make.
0: And they're gonna do it.
2: They jump into... A giant bomb pit! Wow. I hate that reaction. It, it's a giant bomb pit! Uh, you get lost in that thing. Alright, now they're looking at the same breakfast propaganda. Alright, tie it down! There's a hole in the wall, Andy Dufresne style. This
3: guy's been planning this for a while, apparently.
2: Yeah, he got that little rock hammer and chiseled his way through. Yep.
3: And they're gone, and there's a wonderful place outside Outside yeah, it of looks the Routine like, Republic. It looks
2: like Spain! It does, huh? Now they showed up. They're coming. Oh my god! Everyone's Bre- gonna be free. Breakfastdefectors.com. So they ended up in just like a little villa and got thrown a disgusting um, Taco, Taco, Bell Bell Taco Bell breakfast Bell. Crunchwrap
3: breakfast uh, yeah thing, which didn't look good at all. By the way, probably I thought it not was supposed good. to be like the breakfast ad. That wasn't it. No,
2: that's gonna hit you at like three thirty, four in the afternoon. Yeah, it's <laughs> not gonna be a good afternoon at all. No, okay. Uh, so Joey, what what? Attracted you to that? Why did you want to talk about that on the I, podcast?
0: I I just thought it was very interesting. It was well done. It Visually. is well done. It looks good. I mean,
2: I'm sure they spent thirty million dollars shooting Probably, that. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: for a three minute video. Uh,
2: but it did look good. I'll give you that. And I just think that it's a great idea
0: that the uh, the clown government was feeding everybody. That's really a part of it
2: for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you 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 appreciate how the fascist Ronald McDonald uh, group. Was at least providing, yes, the it was actually feeding susten- the citizens. I'm so you missed the point, I think.
3: Yeah, I think you didn't get that at all. Um, I think it was very daring to uh to shoot like to shoot it like that. And like when when the only other style we've really seen of, of shit like that is like Holocaust movies and like old war movies. Oh, like, absolutely, that's kinda yeah, ballsy. Good for you to talk about It is,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I didn't understand why Joey wanted to talk about it at first. I watched it last night and I was like, all right. There, yeah. at least they made a choice there that's interesting mm-hmm. sure I don't know if that's necessarily going to work like are people just going to be like you know what fuck McDonald's Uh
3: well, no, but I think also people could be like, well, I'm not really comfortable with Taco Bell implying like Nazis and fascism and stuff in a conversation. Oh, do you, think I, our I su- do you think our
2: super sensitive culture might take offense to the fact uh, that they try to make them look like Nazis? Yeah, possibly, McDonald's sure, why not? might
3: take offense to that.
2: Well, that's going to be the interesting thing because yeah, if they respond. on this whole love campaign. Oh my <laughs> they God. can't hit them back unless they go, you know what, Taco Bell, we love you, but our breakfast is better. Like that would be kind of an interesting response, right? Yeah. that would
3: be yeah i mean we'll see are they still doing that like pay with hugs bullshit i don't know i guess that can't be going on no that i'm and the, glad the race that i was gonna say that and race together like, yeah. went down the toilet i uh, mean my neo-nazis never showed up at, <laughs> every, <laughs> and at starbucks all over the place nope. i was really hoping for that but
2: <laughs> nothing happened there uh stina remo not uh, my big listener she way. tweeted us and was like all i got was this stupid mug with my name misspelled nothing yeah. uh, nothing about race together nope it's a shame that is. All right, guys. Well, I mean, this was uh, – this. you know what? This hit uh, ebbs and flows, this episode. I feel like it hit some high notes. Uh, it was a little fun at the end with this, even though it was fascism. Uh, you know.
3: Yeah, it was something. What?
2: Is Little Joe – what are you doing, Little Joe? Are you talking? Know. He's
3: making me nervous because he's standing up. Oh,
2: you're adjusting the camera. Okay. okay. All right, uh, guys. Thank you for listening to the episode. I'd like feedback on this. If you want to email us, you can get in touch with us at uh, Mandatory samson. At gmail.com. You can also go to soundcloud.com slash mandatory samson. you can leave a comment in the comment section. We always uh, respond to those and we appreciate them. We you do. can uh, you can also go on iTunes if you want. You can rate and subscribe on there if that's something that you uh, would like to do. Dailymotion.com slash stand up Labs. You can check out the live stream of this every Thursday around four o'clock. You can also check out all the other videos that are up. You can check out Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole with uh, Mike Cannon who's sitting over there. Uh what are you also- doing
3: here, Cannon? oh okay cool alright
2: nice. uh, you guys can also go check out audioboom.com they also started carrying uh, all of our podcasts which is kind of a cool setup I like the interface over there so that would be great yeah it is cool uh, Twitter I'm at man at
3: a underscore Lozy, l-o-z-z-i with a z <laughs> Joey from Josie with a z uh,
2: you can also snapchat me it's at man sam
3: uh, I might make one
2: you should dude it's kind of fun it's yeah. fun to see what everybody else is up to That's I, I don't do it a lot but right. it's nice to see what everybody else is up to alright Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate all the support, and uh, we love doing the show. We're going to close with a song of Andy's choosing. It's going to be a surprise. I don't think you should say it now.
3: Okay, yeah, we'll do a surprise. Uh, I found it interesting, the Kendrick Lamar song you picked last week. Why? I just, I just, like of all of them, I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. The
2: reason why I wanted to pick, the, uh, I picked I from uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, a phenomenal album. Mm-hmm. The, the reason I picked that is because that was already out there, like as a single. Okay. And I, again, like it's doing a disservice to the album if you don't play the whole thing straight through. So I just figured that was already out there. And I also like the acapella freestyle that does the end of that
3: thing. Yeah, so. I do too.
2: But you guys should check out the full
3: album. It's terrific. Oh my God, it's great. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll close with Andy's song and we will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.